All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. Um, I did say we're coming to you live from Santon this morning where the CSIR has launched its CSIR C-cubed enterprise or entity, which is really about commercializing um, a lot of the work that the organization is doing. Blade Inzamande is the Minister of Higher Education, Science and Technology. He joins me now to wrap up our work here this morning. Minister Nzamande. Monday, good morning. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, good morning. Thanks for being here and also good morning to your listeners. Mm, I saw you listening very carefully to that conversation on menopause. Well, the skin in particular, you know, because I've been thinking we still have a lot to do as South Africans mm-hmm. to handle the issue of, it's not just menopause, it's different also, puberty. That's why knowing me, for instance, I had terrible acne mm. and I know what that does to one's self-confidence how you look you see people who haven't seen you oh I'm done look how you look now you never to be like this and so on mm. so it's a very important subject even from a psychological point of view all right because yeah bad skin does affect one's absolutely uh, absolutely self-confidence so I know that from experience I wish I could be helpful to younger people to be able to deal with some of the acne in particular that I'm interested in this should make it, we should have you back for a different conversation <laughs> on this with others, you know, so we can really fully un- un- unpack it, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and and, and no I mean, problem. the reality uh, is that it, it can't be easy because on the other end of it, um, you know, you, you in, in, the, in the political space, you find yourself being, you know, at, at the center of lots of jokes from your political opponents yeah, again because of it. Mm. You know? Yeah, mm. that's right. Mm. There's nothing you can do about that. Have you gone for therapy? No, I haven't gone for therapy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I suppose being in the political world in itself Mm. is some kind of therapy to help you how you deal with such things. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Minister, let's get to the business of the day which is really this innovation. We, we, we've been speaking to your experts during the morning and they've had so much um, to say about what this new entity is going to comprise of and just the significance of it. Let's talk about the vision more broadly. Yes. What is the vision here? And this is where I, th- I believe you can come yes. in. I'm very pleased because I'm the one as minister who went to the CSIR. I've mm. also told my other entities. How do we ensure, firstly, that the the research products that have got potential to be commercialized, they translate into intellectual property? How do we make sure that 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 is sponsored by the CSIR remains accredited and acknowledged as CSIR? You know, Kathy, four years ago, I went to Budapest to the World Science Forum. I had something that I had known about. For instance, that uh, the professor who discovered insulin at the University of Toronto in 1928 paid two U.S. dollars. Between 1928 and now, how many billions of dollars have been made by pharmaceutical companies producing Mm. insulin? And I keep on wondering, is that University of Toronto getting anything back? So that's the whole idea. You know, that publicly funded research, we must be able that it's recognized when you have got intellectual property and it's commercialized. The CSIR is able to get something because with the CSIR able to get back something, we are then able to reinvest that money into further research in different areas and so on. So that was one big goal of this. Second, Cathy, 
in Africa, we are losing a lot of our intellectual property to, the, to companies in the North, in the United States, in Europe, because we don't have mechanisms to mm. actually capture what is ours and be able to translate it. I am hoping that this company is going to be able to do that because when I raised that with the, 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 the CSIR, but I even said to the CSIR that that problem is not just even losing intellectual property to the US or Europe. Here in South Africa, someone works for the CSIR. There's research products. The person remains, resigns and goes and then immediately starts a company from knowledge that has been acquired through CSIR research process. So, so, so effectively, you, you, you're using this as a mechanism to ring fence the not only the resources that you've put into yeah. the development of this knowledge, yes. but to say that whatever it is that must come back to the CSIR yes. as a way of a benefit should in fact do that. Exactly. That's one issue though. It's one set of issues. It's not complete. Mm. But we think also this will facilitate new technologies, new industries even. And therefore, it's very important for me that a state entity like the CSIR consciously plays that role. It can't consciously plays that role if it doesn't have control over its own products. Who and how to partner with in order to be able to realize a lot of... In fact, science, technology and innovation is generators of new industries, new businesses and mm. so on. The sense that one gets speaking to some of the individuals that are within the organization, and we spoke to the executives in the last hour, and I think there's very little doubt about the fact that this is a capable institution yes. that is at the cutting edge of, of the development of technology yeah. and innovation. Yeah. But they too have raised the fact that there's this gap between the capabilities that yes. they have within them and the solutions that they develop versus the, pro the problems that we still face on a day-to-day -day basis, Minister. Yes. And why is there this gap? Because if we have all of these brilliant individuals that come up with solutions even before we get to experience some of these problems, those solutions are not taken on board. Yes. Why, why is there the gap? I think maybe the... Most South African industry, you know, does not really appreciate the full role of science, technology, and innovation. Even where it gets appreciated, there hasn't been a proper partnership between research institutions and those who have got resources to be able to translate the products of that research into viable commercial business industry and so on. That is another critical role then of this company by the CSIR because consciously it's got to reach out. You know? but, but even in government, those solutions are not taken up across the board. Yes, it is a challenge. We also would like to see the CSIR. That's part of our role, by the way. But I must say, Kate, we now have got an interministerial committee for the first time on science, technology and innovation in government, which the president has asked me to chair, and the CSIR is playing an important role as one of the entities that are backing me, precisely also in order to say in government, in this day and age, I'm being self-critical, why would someone be applying for a government job, you go and say, go to a police station and stamp mm. your, your certificate and validate it to prove that. That information is already with my institutions. Mm. At the press of a button, 
you know if you submit a certificate, you can check instantly whether you do have that qualification or not. But we need new technologies to be able to do that. Of course, in government, I must also admit that we, in sections of government, we are faced with problems that there are also people who resist technology because technology has got the potential of fighting corruption, quickening things, and people who have been benefiting through underhand means they actually do not. So you also find that there are some of those who are resisting technology. So that's one of the political struggles that we, we must fight. It's good we have a president who is leading from the front on that to say we must actually fight these things and technology is very important in terms of, I mean, so many things in home affairs. Home affairs, by the way, has done relatively well when it comes to technology. But as I say, in education, you know, there are so many things that we could actually be having. One big problem I'm dealing with now is the relationship between NASFAS and universities mm. and colleges, you know, that the transfer of data is such a headache. It leads to protests that are unnecessary. By right, we should be having one system that connects the universities, the colleges, NSFAS, the CETAs, who are also playing a role in that particular space. Entities like the CSIR have got a lot of potential even to help us on that score. It runs a high computing center that is respected worldwide, which we should be using more in government than we are doing at the moment. But with the interministerial committee and also the CSIR strengthening its own institutions like this will actually take us quicker to where we should be actually. All right. Minister, we don't have much time left. You've brought the NASFAS up and just in the last day we of yes. course have heard about just how ridiculous the corruption mm. at that institution has been. Five billion rand of an institution of money spent from that mm. institution going in some instances to undeserving students. Yes. Minister, all of this happens under your watch. That's, that's why it's out now, because I have been dealing with it, Kathy. I see people say, yeah, Zimande is doing nothing. The reason why it is out is because I have said to the board, let's go all out to identify all corruption. Let's go all out to actually deal with the problems that we face. But I would also put a challenge to you as media, help us. When we catch students who are defrauding NESFAS, don't start saying we are criminalizing them. You know, we must sympathize with corruption on that score. People who come and rob NESFAS, because NESFAS is robbed by conscious people. Some of them are senior managers who are earning well, you know, but they, some of them, by the way, were even taking their children to the most expensive high schools. Mm. But when they come to university, they can't. We need a partnership, Kathy. I have been doing a lot. The reason why these things are coming out, it's because of what I have been and, doing. And, and, and what about the fact that they should not have happened even in the first place? Of course. But we are faced with corruption as a country, as a problem. No, but you know? can we just say that, Minister? Can we no. just say that we... Oh. The thorn, in, the thorn in no. our flesh is corruption. And yes. so now daily we must deal with this thorn that rem I wish refuses I to go yeah. away. I wish I could have. I'm sure certain measures that I've taken 
and that we are taking will actually prevent corruption in the future. But we know that the biggest challenge we face in society is that corruption has even seeped into areas. When I grew up, I never thought there would be corruption in the church, for instance, or in a university. But that's the challenge that we are facing. That is why this issue of technology is important. For NESPAS, as I'm saying, because it will enable us to deal with all these problems that we are actually facing. I'm very determined on that. I wish that even when you criticize me, Kathy, it also must at least recognize mm. the work that we are putting in. It's supporting these, a million these, students. These, the, 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 and that's why it's such an issue, because these are critical funds yes. that are never going to be recovered. And, well, and, 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 and we're dealing now with, again, issues of funding for students, poor students going into the future. And so it's, it's the little that we have. Why can't we make sure that it, it goes, we preserve it as, as much as we can? I agree with you. I don't want to be blaming somebody else. But the problem is that we have not put enough infrastructure and resources into NESFAS in the manner that it deserves. It's a 50 billion rand operation. But the offices until recently were offices that were there in the 1990s. Even the administration budget to actually put in IT resources to support it. It is a challenge against scarce resources, you know, All and right. so on. So that is also another big issue, Kathy, that we actually need to be, to be dealing with. I know all the problems at NESFAS, if you ask me now. And I know what is to be done at NESFAS. But I don't have all that I need, but I'm working very hard to ensure. The fact that we are where we are has mm. been an effort of very good people that right. are at NESFAS and in my department. Mm. Also interacting with stakeholders. By the way, the corruption is not only on the NESFAS side, it's also on the institution side. Mm. We, we are dealing now with ghost students that are submitted by some institutions. Right. And NESFAS pay for them for accommodation, for tuition when they do not exist. But we are determined. And I'm also reaching out to you as the media. Minister, Be our partners. We're going to have to leave it there for this morning. <laughs> Dr. Bladen Zamandia, Minister of Higher Education, Science and Technology. Mm -hmm. That's where we leave it on the talking point. Back with you again tomorrow between 9 and 12 o'clock. Up next is the book reading.